Welcome everybody to another episode of The Feeding Frenzy. You are of course listening in with the big man, The Force, and I'm very happy to welcome back Jake the Snake. How you doing, mate? Good, thanks, mate. Uh, big Rick Wallace has left me some pretty big shoes to fill, but... And some big briefs, if you remember. Absolutely, I do remember <laughs> How well. How could you forget? Etched into my memory. <laughs> Burnt in there like bleach. Uh, very good to have you back, mate. Thanks for coming on board, and uh, happy to introduce as well today, uh, coming back into the Sharks family, Alex Fry. Thanks for having me, boys. It uh, feels nice to be back in Albany until I stepped on the field tonight. There was plenty of rain and wind about, but... <laughs> That's why we uh, run on the field. We love our footy, rain, hail or shine. So glad to be back. Happy to be back at the club. Beautiful, mate. Good to have you back. And uh, Jake, I'm not sure how to pronounce your surname actually off the top of my head. <laughs> Smart man. Run it, man. Run us through it. Just run him the gauntlet and just try and... Just go for it. <laughs> he, learned that yeah, well... he learned that lesson with Luke Gamumawa, uh, Luke Jr. last week. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, take us through. How do we pronounce that big one? Yeah, right, yeah. So it's low, the... So it's like if I I don't like the per, the got anyone sorry yeah I don't like anyone called Ian I loathe Ian that's, oh okay that's how you do it so I looked at it and I actually thought Leviathan yeah right <laughs> so I'm it's thinking nickname I don't know just straight up just gonna float that one out I've there. got the weirdest stuff throughout my life so don't worry about it, boys whatever comes out I'll respond to <laughs> all right Jalo call him anything you like just not late for dinner. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised you went with the burnt into your brain like bleach segue and then went to fry. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. That was a missed yeah. opportunity. It was. It was. I'm a little bit rusty. Obviously, the, seg- obviously, the segue's broken down, you know. Rusty like the colour of my hair. The listeners at home won't get it, but I suppose we can post post a bit of a photo on the uh, Facebook page later. Beautiful. I think we should, so that way we know what we're talking about. Uh <laughs> Tell me, Jake, what's, what is the inspiration behind the Golden Locks? What's the go there, mate? Oh, you know what? Life's to be lived, Force. You know? <laughs> I'm going to die one day. Could be any time. So I thought, well, apparently so I thought you died a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to one, mate. <laughs> God, they're excited to be back yeah, up, mate. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let the cricket throw for that one. Yeah, um, that's you. No, no, we, honestly, we like I, just wanted, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to give it a go. I've done it before and I've thought of it for a while, so why not? Right, no worries. So you didn't go into Marvel uh, watching binge or something like that and decide you want to look like Thor or anything? Oh, are you saying I do? I appreciate it, mate. I have been in the gym pretty hard lately, so... No, I don't know. Yeah, I saw saw Dugowie do it, so I thought, Jake, go get on. Really? If he's going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'll follow Dugowie to the death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. All right, so I think it's official. We're officially back. Um... So anybody who's listening, unless you've been living under a rock, you know what's happened. Um, we had to shut down because of the, the Rona, the coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. We've all heard enough about it. So we're going to do our best, I think, Snake, just not to touch on it very much tonight. What do you reckon? Steer clear of it. I think it's been touched on enough and I'm going to social distance from any talk about COVID, I can. <laughs> well done. Well done. All right. So let's talk about something we do want to talk about. And oh, where do we start? I think we might start with the fact that since this podcast, we've had yet another change in the presidency. (laughs) (laughs) So the last podcast we did, obviously, we had uh, Jesse Bone and um, Anne-Marie Bergsma, and they were having a great chat about leading into their footy game, and then obviously everything shut down. Uh, Prior to that, we had uh, young Cameron Bergsma at the helm, um, and he's decided to step aside for personal reasons, and we are... Pretty lucky to welcome in Tracy Blazkow, who obviously has been a bit of a mum to all of us, hasn't she, Snake? Yeah, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. 
<laughs> Who doesn't Rousing like round of applause. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, the off-season was pretty tumultuous. Um, Tracy had my vote from the very beginning. Um, and your nomination, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I nominated her and she, she declined. Um, and look, it was an interesting road to get there, but I think we've got the best woman for the job in the driver's seat at, at the moment, um, really liking the way the club is tracking with her leadership. Yeah, and I think one of the things that she mentioned, and it's a bit sad that that's the way of the world at the moment, is she was concerned about being a female president in in the footy at the moment, in the, in the GSFL. So um, I don't, I can't think of another one prior to her. Uh, question, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's probably a good talking point. I'd have to do my research, but uh, as far as I know, there haven't been, at least in the GSFL, um, haven't been any other female presidents. We can say with certainly, obviously, no other Sharks female mm-hmm. presidents. So, um, you know, good, uh, <laughs> nice little accolade to have there. Absolutely good, and she's she's unreal at what she does. So she, plenty of energy around the club, kept us going. Got me a got me a training jersey today. Didn't didn't bring one. Thanks, Trey. So yeah. <laughs> not only is she our club president, she's kind of like a mother to all of us, just yeah. keeping us aligned. <laughs> oh yeah, thank God, thank yeah. God for Tracy. Thankfully, she had such good training with Caden uh, <laughs> and Bryce and <laughs> oh, young Darcy. Yeah, those boys have kept her busy, so oh, she's yeah. fully equipped to deal with the rest of us. I think rally. she comes to the footy club for a break. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Snake? <laughs> coming, on the, coming on the podcast from a break? Not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, good hey, answer. Hey, darling. Uh, <laughs> hope you're sleeping well. Um... Yeah, thanks for dropping me in hot water there. No worries, I, mate. Um, the bus was coming along. I thought you might want to get on it <laughs> or under it. <laughs> no, like we said, we're um, very fortunate in what we've got. Um, it's been obviously a bit of a hectic year. Um, you know, we could talk. We could talk for days about the start of the year, how how it looked, and all the stuff that was in the paper. Uh, we'll probably get into that in a minute. But I think at the moment, the first thing we probably want to touch on before we start looking at the playing group is probably the coaching sector. Now, you guys obviously know you're training under Jamie Ram at the moment. Um, start of the year, we started off with tags. Uh, and I think, basically, with he had a lot of commitments that uh, sort of got in the way, which was unfortunate for him. I know he was looking forward to, you know, stepping up to the role. But um, what can you guys tell me early days about Jamie Ram? I'll start with you, uh, Jake, if you want to. Well, you know what? Jamie came in and pretty much straight away really changed the way things were. There was just a different air when he stepped up to the plate um, and pretty quickly the players bought into it and and there's just something about him, um, to be honest. I can't quite put my finger on it, but he's just, like I say, he has that air about him. Well-respected, talks with, with, you know, clearly and um, plenty of weight and he's just, yeah, he's been a real breath of fresh air. Him as well as the, the other, you know, crew who've come into the club at the same time as Jamie yeah sort of a package deal so they've been awesome just feels like there's a whole lot more feeling around the club and you go back into the into the club rooms and there's just people there you know having beers and stuff so yeah you say you can't put your finger on it um would you which which sort of way would you lean do you think it's uh do you think it's a combination of skills ability practice all that sort of stuff or do you think it's a bit of x factor uh, it's probably I mean if I had to choose I would say that it's a bit of that X factor he just the way he walks and carries himself he, he just has a weight about him you know those the people who you can just feel him walk into the room and Jamie's the same and I think 
that's something that the whole player groups really responded well to and, you know, keeps us going, pushes us hard, is hard but fair and does a great job. So I've loved having Jamie on so far and hopefully he can keep pushing us forward into the that premiership contention, eh, boys? <laughs> that's the one. It's our year. Our year, that's right. Uh, Snake, look, obviously early days yet and you've seen... Well, we'd be close to seven coaches by now come and go in your time, I'd say. For me? For you personally, uh, the Nine years, and um, I have trained under, not necessarily played under, but I have trained under 11 coaches in that time. There you go. So, um, look, early days, as we said, uh, 11 other people to contend against. How's he stacking up at the moment as far as your uh, previous experience? Yeah, I, I rate him very highly. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put him alongside other guys that I've played under because I think every one of those brought brought their own X factor, if you like, to the table. Oh, we um, like it. The, we like X factor. Yeah, I, I bet you do. <laughs> um, you're probably an American Idol fan as well, aren't you? Um, the thing I really liked about Jamie is he's come in. He doesn't necessarily demand perfection, but he demands effort and he has a presence that commands respect. Um, I, my first, um, my first uh, meeting with him at, at training, um, he came out and it was known to me and probably a few other guys there that he has a pretty illustrious playing and coaching career um you know he's he's played at a high level he's coached premierships he came in and he introduced himself to the playing group and essentially said i've been some places and i've done some stuff and he didn't want to rabbit on about his own playing career and you know where he's been and what he's done he just wanted to come in get to the point and start doing work and this was before the before the lockdown this is when we thought we were going to have a full length season but he was just all business yeah and that's what we like too is um i personally i can tell you from you know and you guys might have uh, experienced similar things in your professional careers outside of football um you never seem to gravitate towards somebody who identifies themselves by a title do you if someone walks in and says i am such and such, and I am the direction manager, blah, yeah, blah, true. CEO, whatever, you, you switch off straight away. Whereas, you know, as you said, Snake, he stepped up into, into the club. He knows that, you know, we've had a long list of, uh, you know, coaches and staff and everything in and out. He didn't want to sort of ramble on that. He just wanted to get to get to brass tacks and get on the field to get training. Um, what else could you add on top of that, Fry? Oh, look, I think most of it's been said, but it's, you know, ironically, Jamie himself doesn't do a lot of the talking. I think he lets his actions speak. He's always seems to be one of the first blokes there, one of the last ones to leave. And he's always, it comes across sometimes to some of the players, like he's picking on some people, but he's always given us constructive feedback. And I think some of the players haven't really had someone of his esteem giving him that feedback before. So yeah. quite often you can easily take it in your stride. And some of the more senior players are used to that, but I think Jamie's done a really good job of being able to <clears throat> like kind of associate with those younger crew and still get the message across to them. I'm not picking on you, just trying to help you. Yeah. And he's, yeah, since day one, he's helped. He and that um, entire coaching crew that have come in have really helped to change the culture in an effort um, to obviously that all of us are pitching in to um, turn the Albany Footy Club 
into a winning product. And yeah. I think he's uh, he's the right man for the job and I'm um, looking forward to pulling on the boots for him. I think it was all just part of Tags' master plan, to be <laughs> honest. He sort of in and then, nah, he, he was, he's pulled a swifty on us. I, I think you, way. You, could, you could write a book on Tags' master plan. I think he's just, everything he does, he's, he's masterful. I mean, I, I've obviously, I trained with him extensively uh, rather than obviously uh, I didn't do much with Chubb uh, except for pre-season of my first year. Um, but Tags has just got a brain that runs on a different different code to everybody else. It's like every other coach is uh, Edison, he's Tesla. I, th- I just think he, he just runs a different runs on a different uh, scheme. I mean, one thing I'll tell you the difference. Uh, obviously, well, maybe not the difference, but just a, a comparison between Jamie and Tags is um, Tags went out of his way to set up a play, and he knew exactly how it was going to run. Where eventually somebody wasn't going to shepherd. Right, and this person left their player, their teammate wide open to a just you know we're just doing a bit of training, green jacket on sort of thing for a bit of dummy pressure, and as soon as it happened, he knew it was going to happen. He called it out, he saw it happen, he pulled it up straight away, and he said, "Now look, I don't want to pick on this person, but you all need to see that's exactly what I wanted to happen." <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I think you're right. Tags, tags in his master plan. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any other way you can word it, is it? Pushing us forward. That's it. Thank goodness. It would have been interesting to see what Tags would have done with the playing group. I think a lot of us had a lot of confidence in his ability. And, you know, I was I was excited to come back to the footy club and play for whoever was going to be the coach. But it seems like, you know, regardless of what's unfolded over the last couple of months, everyone still loves Tags. And I'm personally glad he's still around the club. He's a great bloke and a great mentor to have. So hopefully he can, uh, like I said be part of that winning culture and because um, I think it would really be who would deserve to be rewarded for some of the hard yards he has put in. And I think what you'll find is in a couple of years' time, um, you know, I, I think we'll be mm. looking at tags at that top job, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think you'd have... Personally, I, I don't know, I think you'd have to be pretty blind to think otherwise. Um, but time will tell, I guess, at the end That's of the day. It. You never know what's going to happen, but, yeah. I think, rega- harping back to the original point, I think all three of us as members of the playing group are glad we got Jamie in charge, that's for sure. Absolutely, um, and you know we're getting nothing but positives coming out of that uh, out of that top group. You know we've had players before, um, you know they've rocked up and wanted, wanting to play at the lower grade just because they can't be bothered. Whereas it seems at the moment all those all those sort of fringe players are, you know, their head down, bum up, and they want to be in that league group. They yeah. want to, they want to prove themselves to, to to Jamie and the rest of the team. So what he's doing, very impressive. Can't fold it. No, that's right. I think I think it's. We're going to have to officially put it down as X-Factor. <laughs> Underline it. Underline I think, it. I think, um, and look, we could we could talk on this all night, but I think there's a lot of other factors involved as well. Um, mm. I've got to credit uh, Harley Coyne and Aaron mm. Eads with um, like Harley Coyne Jr., so yeah. I should specify, but with, <laughs> with their leadership of not only the Aboriginal contingent, but just the reserves group as a whole. Um, they've really, really stepped up in that role of being an elder sort of voice and they're not that old themselves. They're still old enough to play and contribute. I know I just had a scratch match against them tonight and I felt Aaron E's run through me and, yeah, it still hurts. <laughs> um, just lie back but, um, look, I've, I've, I've watched how how they approach um, their other Noongar counterparts, which is, you know, we've had a massive contingent at this club for many years mm. and we have had guys that have taken on that role but not so vocally and honestly as those two blokes and I've got to give them full credit 
um, where credit's due because they have done a stellar job and a lot of those guys have come down and been actively involved in the club in the early days of this of this shortened season. So, yeah, a lot of factors, um, but really liking where the, the, the way that things are tracking. Yeah, and I think as, as well as if you're going to mention the other factors, we have to obviously also have to talk about what Tracy refers to as her personal Little Grove Mafia, and that's all the backing that Jamie has that comes with him to the table. So we obviously have a pretty nice package deal and all the other boys that sort of came through and helping out. Um, and we can see that they're, they're all sort of, they're all looking towards the future. Their eyes are up, you know, they're looking at um, where this club can be in a couple of years' time, as well as you've got Jamie with the likes sort of focusing on the, the here and the now. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, solid, yeah, well, solid agreement. Sorry, I'll, I'll, like. I'll add to that. I yeah, heard, go I heard for the. It. You, had, you had your chance and you lost it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, look, obviously, for for those of us in the know, some of those guys were already at the club. You look at like your Miko Days and your Murray Addings. Oh, absolutely. Um, Lockie Cameron stepping in and and stepping up to the role of uh, vice president. Um, you know, he's brought in guys like Matt Taylor. Brought um, back Matt Taylor, actually. Yeah. Brought back Matt yeah. Taylor. There you go. Um, who else we got? Rogan Coffey. Yeah. Uh, oh, help me out here, boys. The list goes on. But I'm uh, Jarvis Blake's. Jones. Big Jarvis. Jarvis. Mate, we just moved back to Albany. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're <laughs> the one that's meant to tell us a Come on, Mr. 100 Gamer. Put your finger out. <laughs> You've been there since before this club hey, was created. I've, I've, I've done, I've done my time. time. I'm ready to pass the torch. <laughs> um, but uh, look, like... I'll go with like Matt and Rogan specifically, and and sorry Jamie as well. All three of those guys are admittedly years away from being involved with this club because their sons are here, mm. and that was always sort of the long term plan. Um, but they've put their hand up because they saw the situation we were in and wanted to start the groundwork now so that their kids had to had a had had a positive environment that was dedicated to success not dedicated to survival yeah to come to and um you know having done this the last 8 years for myself and now having someone else to play for in a, in a son of my own like i i got an immense amount of respect for them putting up their hand before they were actually sort of required to um and we've never had a group like this. We've always had, you know, like a very small handful of guys that have done a huge body of work in an attempt to take us forward into the next era. But we've got, as you, you've aptly named them, the little, oh, sorry, Tracy has the, the Little Grove Mafia. Um, we've never had a group like this that, you know, everyone's able to play to their talents and do what they do best in order to keep building that bigger picture. Everyone's always been, in the past, overworked and underappreciated. Mm. And I think that culture is just starting to change. Yeah, which is very important because it's... Um, otherwise, it seems a bit of a, you know, a bit of a monotonous game for people like, uh, you know, Skinny, Craig Anning, Murray, Michael O'Day, who have been here through thick, thin, high numbers, low numbers lost games, whatever, you know, it's it's good that they will start to see a bit of um, 
I guess a bit of relief for one thing, as far as their voluntary, voluntary um, uh, duties are concerned. Yeah, They're going to start seeing. Yeah, a bit of reward for effort. Really. Yeah, yeah, that too. And of course, Michael Lynch. Can't forget Michael Lynch. <sighs> Got a lovely chin. <laughs> Got a lovely yeah, old He's boy. a character, hey. That boy can talk. <laughs> That'd be a double episode. Oh, that if you ever got him in this room. <laughs> he and Harley Coyne double such straight up. <laughs> Harley Coyne senior, of course. You can record and sit yeah, there. You, you the could take the week off. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Last time I did that, I think I left. Um, I left Richter in. And uh, Flecky with about four pages of notes. <laughs> the last time I had a week off, and uh, they, they they wrapped through that in about ten minutes. Jeez. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, I'm a little bit hesitant when it comes to taking a week off, but I, I, but then again, having said that, you throw Stuart Tags in that bowl, job done, job done. It'll be rhymes and raps and everything happening. It'll be love it'll be, your footy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Love your footy. <laughs> With a chorus of love your footy and this is our year, boys. I think that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how it go down. <laughs> love it. All right, so um, look, I think um, you know, I think that's all we have to touch on as far as the little group mafia is concerned i mean you know they're obviously bringing future investments to the club and, and obviously their connections from perth and, and the likes uh to albany which has obviously been something we've struggled with in the past is just getting that a-grade talent sort of coming back home i think it's probably one of the big of um long-term uh shortfalls we've probably had i think if you look at it that way i mean we've had obviously we last year we were, had some pretty big names uh victor wallace obviously a a big missing number. Um, you know, we could probably go into our list now if you if you want to have a look at the the players. You know, we've we've obviously got a lot of people coming in and out. Um, That's so. a smooth enough segue for my liking. Ah, good enough. <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> Greased enough up as sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, let's face it. You know, we we turned around uh, a, a pretty decent number of players. You know, as far as um, Everybody was concerned. Obviously, uh, Rick Rick was one of the benches for me. Um, you know, how how did you how do you see it, Snake? You take us through from the playing group side of things. If you'd asked me that same question about three four months ago, I probably would have ended up in a heap. <laughs> um, it was it it was pretty touch and go there. Yeah, you have little faith. So um, look, having having been solidly around the club not left and then come back thank you mother for the rabbits shots fine shots fine hey just just let me i want to get this on record uh before we play this game if i play against denmark or we play against denmark and get a w that's back-to-back wins i've played (laughs) (laughs) that's true if i start if we start a winning streak we're gonna stop the friend that's that's if we start a winning streak that would be history i'm not gonna be here for this slam no one no one one in the sharks league side has ever played in back-to-back wins and that would be close enough for my liking your name in the history books um yeah but honestly like it 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 was pretty touch and go. Like there was, there was very little talk over the off season, and then in the matter of a few weeks, like there were a lot of outs. And I did a rough count at some point, and from, from, <clears throat> not necessarily the league squad, and I put that in quotation marks, but from guys who played, semi consistent senior football, there was about twenty three outs. Yeah. And in, no a, in a in a club that has, you know, is still in its establishment phase, that was, that that was a big void to fill, um, 
Now, with the Little Grove Mafia and, you know, a, a dedicated core playing group, some returning heroes, there you go, boys, you like that? <laughs> um, I think, I think we have been able to build a really, really interesting. Uh, <laughs> drawing a blank here. Really interesting, um, chemistry with this playing group. Now, last year's group was more talented if we're looking at natural gifts. But with the shortened pre-season that we've had, yeah, I, I see you over there, Jake, um, Mr. SBL. Uh, with the shortened pre-season that we've had, we've been able to develop a really good chemistry and things are tracking really well on field. So um, I'm staying really positive about the way things are going and I think we're actually in for a really good year as long as we keep working hard at it, which has always been the downfall. After last year's win, um, you know, everyone was up and about. There were a lot of new faces to the club, a lot of guys that sort of expected it to fall into their hands, and it's not like that in this league. It's not like that in any league that you go to. You've got to work hard if you want to be successful, and that was where we fell down after a loss or two last year. Uh, I, th- I think you have to forgive the old adage, but the, you know the old um, a team of champions is better than uh, sorry a champion team is better than a team of champions. Correct. I know that's a bit of an oldie, but a goldie. But um, I I think when you when you seriously compare, you know, like you've got you've got natural talent, you've got X factor, <laughs> but uh, let, let's face it, you know, when you've got people who are keen to get on the park despite the fact that footy season might not even be going ahead yet, you know, there was obviously some serious ums and ahs uh, surrounding the lockdown and everything like that, and you've got these boys who are just keen to get on the track. You've had probably 16 consistent, um, let, let's call them senior numbers, uh, all year all year long. I think that's probably more important than a surname that rings a bell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we we've always struggled to have a consistent group on the training track, weekends, game day, bit of a different story. Um, you know, blokes are more than more than uh, willing to come out of the woodwork on game day, um, even though you might not have seen them since the previous game day. <laughs> um, <laughs> this 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 preseason has looked really positive. Everyone's sort of you know head down, ass up, and willing to genuinely work for it. Do it, you know, everyone's being honest about what they're doing in their own time, and from what I understand, there's a lot of extra commitment there that we haven't seen in previous years. And last year aside, you know, eight, nine years at this club now, and I've never seen this kind of hunger. And I think, I think the COVID, and I don't want to harp on about it, the vid, um, (laughs) has actually assisted in that way because we're so we're so isolated that like people have got that hunger to get back to footy and get back to that sense of community and just get out there and vent some frustration. <laughs> I don't know I am. As someone who's go on. I was gonna say there's definitely a good feel around the the playing group. Mm. One thing I've been saying to quite a few people, anyone who asks actually, is that this is the best footy training other than the waffle training I did that I've ever been at across the board for real. But other than that, that one, the one place that should be 
high quality. This is the best footy training I've been at at any amateur club across the board. So I think that's like really strong signs and like it really does play back into what's snaky. I'm sorry I had to drop the, the yeah, waffle bomb. Well, we head, did but... just finish talking about Jamie not having to list his accolades and <laughs> yeah. here we are, Mr. SBL. <laughs> yeah. I just thought... Oh, yeah, he played SBL. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest there. <laughs> just say <laughs> <just, laughs> <just, laughs> waffle. Reeling it back in. Just reeling that's Reel right. it back just, in. Just going back just um, just a little bit there. I think what's really impressive is the fact that Jake was able to say that without his pinky in the air, you know. <laughs> a little bit fancy, you know, drop, dropping the old W bomb, but that's all right. Um, and I think you're right there. You know, as we said, we've we've probably to put it to put it bluntly. And Jake and I talked about how we wanted to address this, and I think we had to be a little bit blunt here. And we've wasted our time on investment players in the past. Um, as 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 rough as that comes out, um, pretty sure uh, the Albany Football Club once upon a time paid me to work. Uh, <laughs> You're all coming back though, you're coming back home, you know, and that's Touché. what's more important, you know. Whereas um obviously, you know, it's in, it's it's important to try and we have to attract the big players, uh, and that's harder for us to do, obviously. Uh one of the things I've heard in the past from out you know, sources inside the club is we go and approach uh, some of these, some of these players, and they sort of they look at our win loss record and go, not not worth my time, sort of thing. And that's, you know, and those are the sort of people we're not interested in. I think personally, I mean, that's just coming from a bloke who will never play league and, and just you know, <laughs> loves loves team sports. You know, that's that's how that's you know that's that's how I see it. You know, if somebody looks at that, that's what they're concerned about. Not worth my and time. And I think that's part of the reason, honestly, why Jayla and I are sitting on this couch, just because we wanted to come back and contribute to. You know, and help change the culture and the narrative around the sharks. Like, you know, it's all roses when you're someone like North Albany and you lose counts of premierships and things like that. But you don't really, you rarely have the opportunity to really help impact the footy club like we do. Yeah. Every game means something. Exactly. The and there's no other like club in the whole country where a win means as much as it yeah, does at the sharks. It's exactly. not it's nine a- minute the waffle. No, no, it's, it's a it's a pretty unique experience, hey? yeah. and that's and that's what drew me to it, you know, all those years ago, and that's what keeps me here year after year. Like, I think a lot of people get into footy for different reasons, you know. Some people are in it for the money, some people are in it for the glory, you know. Oh, I mean for the goals, the seagull goals. <laughs> me personally, like, I'm in it for the legacy. You know, I want to be proud of the football career I've had. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, like, it's not about the wins and losses. It's about, like, the mateship. It's about, like, it, it's about building something from nothing for me. And, I, you know, I could have gone to any other club and there are blokes out there who would probably tell you that I couldn't, got, couldn't have got a league game at any other club. Dave Parker, I'm talking to you. <laughs> And I know you listen. <laughs> Stop, <Dad>. Not again. <laughs> yeah, not, not again. again. <laughs> no, that was the other Parker brother. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brad was it? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you guys weren't listening at that stage in the podcast. That was uh, contentious. Um, <laughs> but uh, Made for an interesting Yeah, I, look, you know, I, I moved here. I had no affiliation with any other club. And I don't know, just... Having the opportunity to build something from nothing, like it's it's a pretty rare commodity in country or like, you know, 
amateur football yeah. in this country. Like it's pretty it's it's pretty rare for a club to start from nothing anymore. And to go up against a league that has a pretty clicky history, you know, my grandfather played for this club, my dad played here, I'm gonna stay here through mm-hmm. thick and thin, even if I'm not getting a game. Um I I can't stand that attitude, you know, like I, I appreciate loyalty, um, but you know, to a fault. We've been saying for years. It surprised me that like some group of like six mates in Albany haven't just been like, oh yeah, let's come and like make the Sharks our group. A little bit like the Little Grove Mafia has in a way. <laughs> I thought it would be a playing group rather than a group of coaches, but and I think that like that group plus the controversy that say you guys went through in the off season plus the ins player wise that we've got because I know that that's the second dot point on forces document out of 14 and we've spent 40 <laughs> minutes talking about dot point number one and two but I think like it's almost been in a way a perfect storm of you know we've got the right attitudes at the club I totally understand where you're coming from force when you're saying you got to bring like those a-grade players but I think at times, if you build it, they will come. And yeah. we haven't had the opportunity to build it. But now that we've got everything in place, I can sense, Snakey, that's obviously why you're excited as well as I am, that the things are in place for us now to build it. We've had yeah. a lot of great individuals and some great teams come through this club, but now there's a real great sense of community and culture and everyone there wants to contribute on and off the field, which is an exciting time. Yeah, and I think, you know, the only thing to build from there, I guess, is, um, you know, when it comes to things like this, every man in his dog's got an opinion, you know what I mean? Everybody reckons they've got the winning formula, it's buy your first premiership mm. and then you'll be sweet, or build it from the ground up and you'll be sweet. Um, we've gone through that many presidents, presidencies, we've gone through that many coaches and everything else, we haven't really had the consistency to turn around and go, right, this is our five or ten year plan which you know for the first time it's looking like we might be on to something Mm. um i can't say 100 percent what is in tracy's future as far as whether she's going to stay around obviously um her son is now playing for another club um and you know we wish him all the best and um you know I, i hope it works out for him um you know the young fella because i, I know why he's gone on i can mm-hmm. definitely see it from my point of view um you know, and having a chat, you know, I, I still talk very, very much with uh, young Dylan Gowdy, for example, another bloke who's moved on to, to the Mount Barker side. And, um, you know, their reasons are, in my opinion, some of the reasons are justifiable. So we, so we wish them all the best. But um, Tracy or not, mm. you know, I think the, the long-term plan is we've got some people who are here for the long haul again, which we needed because we needed fresh legs to help back up the boys like Snake like Michael Lynch, like yeah. Skinny, who have been here for the long haul since day dot again, sort of thing. So we need those, need these new people to come in and put their support behind the original guys, uh, throw some new ideas out there. And it's always hard because you've got so many different plans. You know, some people think, you know, as I said, buy your premiership, yeah. build your premiership. There's so many different ideas. As long as, if we can get on the same page and keep in this general direction, I think that's probably going to be the most important thing going forward for the club and fingers crossed <laughs> with that and a bit of uh, luck and sunshine we'll be looking at a flag before too long no. yeah yeah I didn't come here to uh, finish sixth no Not sure no, no. Um, yeah something else comes to mind about fornicating with arachnids but anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right 
we'll, we'll try and move on. Now, um, look, I think we've we've had a bit of doom and gloom for a little while. I think it's time for a bit of fun. What do you reckon, Snake? It's time for a bit of fun? Yeah, I don't mind a bit of fun. Don't mind a bit of fun? It's time to bring back an oldie but a goldie. We had to rename it. Obviously, the original name was the Whoppers Wallop, uh, named after our lovely Rick the Wallace, the executive producer of the podcast, who is no longer with us. So now we get to move on to the Snake's Shepherd or Shirt Front. So how it works is we're going to throw a scenario at Snake and he decides whether or not he's going to Shepherd or whether you cut the Shirt Front. So I think we're going to have to start with Fry. Now, Fry... Fantastic. Yeah, we're going to throw you straight on that bus, straight away. <laughs> now, you were... Shirt Front. <laughs> right, next point. No, I, I don't like this game at all. I love this game. So you uh, weren't too keen on having a shower before you came here to the podcast. You wanted to go home and have a shower, use your own shampoo and loofah and all that sort of stuff. Correct. Um, keeping in mind that I get up for work at two o'clock in the morning. So, so I like to pump these things out as quickly as we can, generally speaking. Um, what do you reckon, Snake? Shepherd or shirt front? Oh, look, I, I like the comforts of home as much as the next bloke, but I also like getting naked and having a shower beer with the boys, so I'm going to give you a shirt front. Yeah, yeah stop that. I knew it was coming. Well, uh, the, the reason why Fry did decide to go home is to get here quickly for you, Force, because uh, we know you have to get up too. Who was the last one here? Snakey, uh, piss farting around the footy club. It's just a bit. It's a bit of considerate. Being Ooh. considerate. I didn't have a, a beer in the shower at home. Can confirm. Interesting. He talks about building a culture, but he wants to piss off at the first available opportunity. Oh. <laughs> and when he's offered a cold, free beer, he doesn't drink it. Well, I'm trying, go... trying to recover after a scratch match tonight, uh, Snakey. <laughs> Got to hydrate somehow, mate. Yeah, that's it. Turning down a free. We, we, we talked about this last year. Your three favourite kinds of beers it was a free one. Yeah. A cold one and yeah. an open one. Yeah. He's turned down all three. Yeah. Mm. I know I'm not going to be able to do much to that big frame of his, so rather than a shirt front, I'll pro- probably just give him a bit of a dirty jab in the ribs. Yeah. All right, there we go. Yeah. Give, give him a... Uh, Kick a 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 the oh, yeah. dirt apple, Mr. Butcher, Mr. Activated. This is this yeah. is new to the podcast and possibly new to you. <laughs> oh, you've, you've, you've I think you would have seen the name change. In the, oh, I've in... certainly seen the name change, but I need yeah. some. Uh, there needs some clarity on that. Okay, so a, a few people needed clarity at training last week, and someone asked why Tate McLean was called Spud. Now, for some of us who speak good English. Um, it, it, it was a pretty simple segue, right? Tate, potato, spud. Simple. Easy. Um, Just your generic s- footy nickname. Not yeah. a lot of effort, that but it does the job. <laughs> Someone piped up when it required explanation. Someone who shall remain nameless. <laughs> the Barracuda. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and referred to a spud as the apple of the earth. <laughs> um, obviously doesn't roll off the tongue so easily. 
Um, so it was shortened to Dirt Apple for day-to-day use. Um, and, you You're know, welcome. on the on the footy field, on the footy field, one syllable is preferable. Definitely. You know, because you want to knock it out quick and you want to get your point across. So DAP for short. Mm. I like it. That's not bad. But yeah, <laughs> dirt, I'd just have to call out the Dirt Apple just for basically being himself. Yeah. And just... Too activated, too much kombucha, <laughs> chilling too hard. All know, these things. They're, we know they're, they're all value, they're all reasonable causes to rip you, and you've done all four or five. So. We know you're named after a vegetable, mate, but you don't have to be one. Yeah. That's a definite <laughs> shirt front. <laughs> shirt front for tape for existing, and uh, that'll do. I don't know. That's the only one I've got. I'm, uh, That's I'm a pretty bold call. Yeah, I'm going to shepherd any other uh, potential shirt front, so I'm uh, all about positivity. This season, so um, if you come back for a second episode, I might not be so uh, optimistic. But for now, I'm just gonna be well, reserved. I, I, I didn't realise I had Bernie was, Sanders on the couch. <laughs> I was gonna throw out a shepherd for the dirt apple, but it seems like nah. I've been outnumbered yeah, and no. overpowered. So... You shepherded me, but then Taylor just slaughtered. Sorry, Dap, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate, I'm shirt front now. Got that? That's a hell of a shirt front. That is. That is. He's. <laughs> uh, he's Third generation is going to wake up dizzy, I think. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, love it. Yeah, no, we love we love the good nicknames. And I, I think the classic footy nickname, too, when we're just while we're on the subject, is just putting a Y <laughs> at the <laughs> end of anything. A Y or an O. You know, you get Jakey, done. Easy. Done. Happy days. You know, Speaking of easy, Eadsy. Yeah, yeah. Easy. I, like, I like easy. We got about three of them at the club at the moment. Yeah. So very just... confusing. Yeah, <laughs> Has or its very easy. Good yeah. job, easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've always been known to have a few woodsies and a few coinies. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. There's always a Tomo or a Jono or someone running around. We don't have any. We got a Jono. Or a you just Tomo? said there was, but there's not. No, I, I, I spoke it, but yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Is there any Jonos or Tomos or Damos? Oh, we've got a new Damien, actually. Oh, he's Damo now. <laughs> <laughs> he's Canadian. I think. He's mate until I learn his name, and then he's Damo. Oh, I love it. Welcome <laughs> to the club, Damo. <laughs> Baptism of fire. That's how we yeah, like to do wrong. things around here. All right. Um, all right. That was a nice little, <laughs> nice little break there. So uh, we'll get back into the doom and gloom, and I guess we've got to tick the major box, and that was... It was the top of the list for a reason because it was the one thing that was on everybody's mind. I did my very best to stay off this topic when we were talking about the women's season of football because we just didn't want to get into it. Uh, you two fellas walked in back to Albany right at the heart of the um, <laughs> of the newspaper Texas. articles and everything yeah. else, and that is what was referred to as famously the mass exodus. Now. Um, I think I think that term, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, it, I think that as far as country footy is concerned, I think that's just a bit over the top. What do you guys reckon about that? I mean, obviously you guys... Are Off you go, Jake. From the, from the outside perspective, Jake, take me through. Oh, look, I thought it was just well and truly overblown from the get-go, but it's a small town, so we need stuff to talk about in the newspaper. Don't Absolutely. Um, so I think that was the, the biggest thing. For me, honestly, I was never really focused on the blokes we had leaving. It was all about who do we have, and we knew there was going to be blokes who come out of the woodwork, so let's focus on what we've got, the stock we have, and that 
who cares about crew just left half of them I didn't even know so that helped me um, so I just imagine they were all average football players and it makes me feel good I'm sure I know that some, I know that some of them were good but uh, I just pretend that they weren't and I, then what have I got to worry about so we've, so we've got the quality on crisis averted that's it we've had some really good blokes come oh. in so it, it seemed really overblown you, to me you I'll sound like you'd make a really great Adelaide Crow supporter because that's what I do every year <laughs> Patrick Dangerfield who's she never heard of <laughs> <laughs> That's how I play. No, I like the way you look at it. And I mean, I know in the same breath, a few minutes ago, Snape, you and I were discussing, you know, 23 people leaving one footy club at one time. It's pretty hectic, um, you know, for lack of any other better word for it. But at the end of the day, we're country footy. I think if we went through the list of the 23, 10 ended up going to Perth. I think there was three went to other clubs, maybe maybe a couple more than that, I'm not mm. sure. Uh there was some disciplinary action for one or two of them as well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Very PC. <laughs> Very PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, watching a bit too much American television. <laughs> but, uh, look, I, I think, you know, to, to be blunt, how else can you put it? You know, country footy is what country footy is. If there's no work in town, there's no football players. That's it. I never bought, honestly, into a lot of the hoopla. I honestly could just repeat what Jake said, I was agreed. I was more focused on who we had at the club. Mm. I remember initially there was someone who reeled up. Might have been you, Snake, that reeled off eight or nine blokes who had left, and uh, then I reeled off eight or nine, including two on this couch that were coming back in. So it's one of those things, you know. It always comes swings and roundabouts. Obviously, the history of the Sharks makes it a mm. bit more uh, pressing to have depth at the club, but um, it worked out all right. We got a pretty deep list now I'm pretty confident with where we're at so but like Snakey said earlier in the year I think it was less about the actual the players they lost but more about the the people they lost and you know a lot of guys had been around for a long time so that'll that will rip your soul out of a club if 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 that happens too much but luckily we've got the we've got the barracuda we've got the snake We've, we've got the one man who's got through him. it all. Doesn't so, like we got him for much longer. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got, you got to throw Wacker under that bus too, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Wacker's uh, yeah. Shout out to a straight kick in Zach Pearson. And Hammer. Hammer has, Hammer, actually, too, yeah. Hammer has been around the club, club longer than I have. True that. Because yeah. I coached Colts in my first year here, and he was... Already here. Well, he was playing when I was playing. Yeah. So pre twenty. So he he'd, pre-league. he'd be like eleven years now. Look, this is just pure speculation, but I've also heard that um, Hoppo's been around as long yep. as Hammer. Yep. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, he started yeah, with the Colts. But he sort, of, he sort of comes and goes. <laughs> as, but when did he start? <laughs> yeah, well, come on, we forgot with the start date. Are you yeah. still around today? If we go um, on start date, Lukey Matterwick should be the number one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. He'd be the number one bloke. Yeah, yeah. Another, another bloke that just in and out. Out. <laughs> yeah. comes and goes in and out. We love the ins and outs. Should we do a few outs and ins? I look, you know what, I think I think we're we're done with the outs. We we know we all know, we've all seen what's okay. what, you know. Yeah. I think we've all talked about it enough. Great call. I think I just I just think you know we, we've had a bit of negative. I was looking forward to hanging a few blokes out. <laughs> Move hey, on. You had your shirt front. You yeah, could have done it. <laughs> but let's let's focus on what I think personally is probably the most exciting part, and that is um, what are we calling them? We call them rising stars or up and comers. I, I like both of those. What are we calling them? I think rising stars may be copy- copyrighted by the mm. AFL. Um, I don't think that matters. I'm a better 
broadcaster than BT, so I'll just take his job and we'll be sweet. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, all right, so we'll go with you that. Heard it first. You heard it first, roaming Brian, <laughs> floating force wants to take oh. him. <laughs> Floating forces. Well, we're now doing a live podcast after every game with floating force. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You obviously haven't been on the bus trip. Yeah. <laughs> no, all right, so we'll go with Appy then. Um, so why don't you take us through some of our more impressive Appy Cummins slate? I think that's probably a better focus point at this stage. I think we've had enough negativity for one podcast. And all our up and comers are, are good up and comers, should I just add to that? That's it. But let's, uh, we can go through some of that. <laughs> well, I think, um, look, as you said, country footy is as country footy does, and I think it's a great opportunity for us. Um, we, we've always played a pretty young side in our senior side, um, and this year will be no different. We have some really exciting talent. Um, Flynn Turton actually played a fair amount of league last year. Yeah. Um, and he was playing in key positions at, at the ripe old age of 16 um, and genuinely holding his own, not just competing but winning contests. Um, so I'm expecting really big things from him this year. Um, Max Baker, look, he's four injury He's, he's always been the biggest kid in his age group and supremely talented. Um, he's battling a bit of a shoulder injury at the moment, um, but if all goes to plan, should be joining me in the back six this year. So Hopefully. Um, I, look, he's always been like, you know, a midfielder. Um, works really well up the ground, but he is slick with his skills and he's an absolute bull in his age group. So I really hope to see that translate into senior footy this year. Um, Luke Moa Jarley Jr. Well done. Luke Moa, Luke, uh, Luke Jr. Um, say it again. Say it again. Luke Moa Jarley. Want me to spell it? <laughs> uh, so, so Luke Jr., um, I was not eavesdropping. I was privy uh, to a little bit of a conversation with him and Dollar Pinizza tonight. Um, he's getting an opportunity with Claremont uh, this weekend, as far as I'm aware, uh, and well-deserved. That kid, um, look, as far as I'm concerned, he should go to the AFL. He's the best 16-year-old I've seen. He's seen all not the, yeah. the cream of the crop, but, you know, I watch guys like Angus, Marley... Jezza, both McGovern boys actually, and then yeah, Luke at sixteen is hands down. I don't know if he's definitely got a lot of areas personally. I think he can work on, but he's also got more talent in his left pinky than I'll ever have. So oh, look, I'm not going to tell him what to do by any means. He <laughs> has he has all the natural gifts you could ever want in the world, you know, athletic athleticism and talent wise. Um, he is. Pretty maturely spoken. Mm, yeah. Is maturely a, a right adage, adage for that? Oh, I like um, that. Works he, word, but that's all right. It is, it is in the uh, frenzy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We make up a couple of words. Yeah. Yeah. Shasers, please don't get out the dictionary right now. Just let me live my life. Um, <laughs> look, he, he, he speaks really well for his age, and biggest thing I love about him is he's humble. Yeah, he's super. And I would expect that with that combination of traits he's going to go a long way my favourite part about him is 70 foot metre left foot uh, to be honest mate so 
Yeah, my least favourite part, no right foot. Yeah, come on, Luke. No, don't yeah. tell the don't tell the opposition that. No, he's got a great right foot. He's been working. On <laughs> I thought he was right foot. I, I think yeah. it was a, wasn't it ninety metres on his right foot. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, foot. So yeah, ninety Look, metres. Look, I, I have yeah. seen him use it, but not under pressure yet. But <laughs> the kid, the kid is sixteen and. Nowhere to go with that. The, wor- the world is his oyster. Remember oh. the name. Luke Mulwall. Uh, Luke, Luke Junior. Luke Junior. Until he has his own Luke Junior, and then we'll be bugging. <laughs> Luke Junior Junior. Uh, so, a couple more names to get through. Uh, Sean Keatley, again, made his debut last year. Um, supremely talented. Uh, again, really humble. Uh, I-, I see him as a big long-term investment for the club um, and uh, yeah I think he'll be a really good addition to our outside running game he's not going to go in and get the hard balls um, but he has got some pace to burn and some mm. skills to match uh, Jackson Kosh uh, uh, Koshy is uh, like he has got my vote every day of the week Um I, I've said it to him, so I'm not ashamed to say it now. He is not the most naturally gifted footballer. A few years ago, it was like, who is this kid? He got, he just, like, he continued to listen, to learn, just sponged information. He's all heart. Improved. Yeah, He's all heart. Um, got his opportunity to train with the Storm off-season before last. Yep. And I just saw this huge leap in his improvement last year. And I was just blown away week after week with his effort. And that, again, is translating into this preseason. He's really easy to coach from a player's perspective. Um, Gives you eye contact, um, actively listens. And then the next time you're out there, you watch him put exactly what you told him into practice. And that's all you can ask from these kids. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting big things from him. He's not going to poll high in any vote count, um, but he is going to be the heart and soul of this club in the years to come. I'll make that call now. Uh, Hudson O'Day, again, just Mr. Dependable, um, has always played like a backline role in the younger grades, and I would expect he will be doing the same thing, translating that dependability into seniors. Um, obviously, you know, we've, we've only had like a little bit of a taste of him at this stage, um, and, uh, is maybe a little bit shaky finding his groove, but I really like what the kid brings to the table. And again, another really good long-term investment for the club. Um, the other two stepping up notes I have, uh, uh, Red Rogers and Big Mac. Happy birthday, Red. Happy birthday, Red. Um, these two guys, uh, look, Red, Red has played plenty of league come and go over the last fair few years. He's been under my wing since he was about 12, 13 years old and was in my bridal party. I'm a big fan of the kid, but I'm just so glad to see that he finally wants to play football because he's another one of those guys that has all the gifts, just never had the effort or the commitment and um, I'm putting money on him this year he's going to have a huge one and um, he's, he's one of those ones who's had a lot of opportunities as well I mean we talk about 
Luke Jr. being able to go away and play uh, lots of different games in Claremont and all that sort of stuff. Click your fingers and Red could have been at Boxwood for all we know. You know what I mean? He's, 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 he's that highly sought after, but now his heart's in it. And that's going to be the difference, I think. Yeah, he, he left the club for a short time, went and had a taste in Denmark, and, and look, he was schooling out there. He really enjoyed his time there, but um, at the end of the day, like his, his heart was with the Sharks. Um, his heart wasn't exactly in football for a number of years, uh, but it's, it's, I've, I've seen a real attitude shift from him in the last couple of months. And um, with, with his natural gifts... And a bit of focus, uh, he should have a really big year. Beautiful. And, of course, we've got to touch on Big Mac. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the burger. The burger. It's not happening. It's Big Mac for life. It will happen whether you the like Mac it or Daddy. not. I've got worse nicknames to stick. Uh, yeah, look, Big Mac, um, it, early, much earlier in the year, it was looking like he would be... The league sides, number one ruckman, um, having Stewie Davies come back, a, a couple of other additions, uh, Luke Mamajali stepping up, um, big Cam Jones. Uh, there are a couple of other guys that are capable of taking ruck knocks, but Liam should get his opportunity this year. He's very well deserving after polling really well in the reserves best and fairest count last year. Did you take it out? No. I, I was a, <laughs> I, I was I was a few beers deep at that point. So just a couple. Eh? Um, I said a few. No, look, he. Uh... Isn't that on a Tuesday morning? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but... that's, that's when Snake woke up, actually. <laughs> it's about a Tuesday morning after Saturday night. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you from, from my point of view, just uh, obviously I played a lot of footy with Luke. Uh, sorry, not with Luke, with Liam. Um, Big Mac, he he takes footy a different way to most people because he hasn't come from football background sort of thing. But what he learned in... I don't think he even played the full season. I think he played 11 games or 13 games, something like that, to, to go through, take out the coach's award. Um, I mean, taking an absolute bloody screamer. I mean, we, we, we put our last game down to, to, two, to two key moments. Obviously, a lot of, lot of things happened. Um, actually, I put it down to three. Tristan putting his body on the line when, when he had to, and he ended up getting stretched off. That was, that was one moment. Ricky Inman put a massive um, smother, which would have been straight inside 50 if he hadn't have. And Liam McCandless taking a four-on-one pack mark and kicking a slot and a goal after that sort of thing from about, I think from memory it was about 35. Um, I think as far as your natural talents are concerned, what's that? I said right on my range. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, I mean, you had, but you had to earn that. You had to earn that mark. That's a roost from me. Yeah. I'll spray it. Yeah, I definitely have to swing around and put a four in front of the first number. And look, I have to uh, kick. I'd probably play on, to be honest. <laughs> Siren's gone, mate. Nah, sorry. It's got yeah. no other choice. Look, I mean, I, I know it's not the biggest kick, but I mean, it, he had to earn the mark first. Um, and he had to stay on himself under pressure. I think he kicked three goals. Still a clutch kick. Absolutely. I think he kicked three goals total last year. 
Um, and he kicked one in a scratch match this uh, that we've just had gone by. Yeah, uh, don't know how many kicked tonight. Don't remind me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might have kicked Hands looked well tonight. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, and and look, I don't I don't think I've seen him lose a ruck tap uh, in the reserves game. So, um, as far as you know, going from number one draft pick down to you know, obviously all these other boys coming back. I think you'd be you'd you'd struggle to keep him out of the contest. I think because he wants to be there. You know, he yeah, lo- he loves his bloods. He loves tags. Yeah. He loves playing for us. But um, he's a competitive boy. Absolutely. And you, you could say something similar with Big Mac and a lot of the blokes that we've already talked about. And again, I guess it kind of talks back to the depth that we've got at the club. But it was those guys that maybe in the past would have regularly, consistently played league games. That you know you might have been like, oh, they're playing them out of necessity. It seems like there's a lot more competition for spots. So those guys that you've mentioned, the up and comers, you know, if they get the opportunity to shine, I wouldn't be surprised if you know we saw them shine really bright and step yeah. up and kind of make the most of that moment that they've got. Yeah, I think, I think um, my thoughts on Big Mac. Um, look, I'm glad Stewie Davies is back. Yep. It wasn't that long ago that he was our league best in Ferris. Mm. And unfortunately had the better part of last year off in recovery. Um, has trimmed up a lot since blowing out quite a bit. Um, and is, is tracking really well in this preseason. Big Mac will be deserving of that opportunity when it comes along. Mm. But let's be honest here, the guy has one year of football experience under mm. his belt. Oh, yeah. You, you don't want that guy being your number one option. It's not fair on him. No, not at all. Because it is, it is trial by fire and yeah. that would be the quickest way to kill the passion for the game. Yeah. To go out there in that role, which is real hard work. i got an immense amount of respect for Ruckman. I tip my hat to him and I definitely look up at him because... Is this just really a therapy session? You know, <laughs> yeah. wanted to be a ruckman. Well, we're on the ca- we're on, we're on the we're couch. On the couch. I, I was going to put my feet up. But um, yeah, look, just let the guy develop. Mm. You know, let him win a few contests, let him lose a few, um, and if he's got the hunger and he applies himself in the right way, then as I said, when that opportunity comes, not if not if it comes, when it comes, he will be more than deserving of it. But just let it come. I think that's the, probably the beauty of it is when you look at that list, he is perfectly positioned to take a spot when he's got that experience. Right now, you know he's got he's got he's got fitness. He's obviously getting fitter every time. He plays a lot of uh, sports outside of footy as well. He's he's into his um, you know, his volleyball and a couple of other sports. So he's he's keeping busy at all times. So that's probably the most important part. And he's only a young fella. So he's got nowhere to go but up if that's where he wants to go. So I think you think he's perfectly positioned to probably sneak a game or two this year. Mm. Um, give him a year or two, and we might be looking at him for the number one tap. I think that's um, that's probably the best way that I can word it anyway. I don't know if you see it any differently than that. I'm not going to argue with it. I wouldn't. <laughs> not, All in right. own, not in your own house. No, Jesus. that's right. <laughs> no, just call, me, more respect than call me Bryce. I'm a shit carpenter, unlike yourself, mate, you know. <laughs> All right. Now, Snake, you've been very patient. You've gone through your, your happy list. You can have your shit list now, mate. Go for it. Hang him out to dry. Get stuck into him. 
all yours? Uh, I'm pretty much just going to gloss over these. All but, right. Um, it's pretty much public knowledge by now that we did use lose three young guns to Barker. Um, so I, I am looking forward to that first matchup against them. Um, I would expect that uh, Big Force will set up the speaker so that we can run out to Big Girls Don't Cry. Oh. And if you don't know the reference, oh. I ain't explaining it. Um, so Dylan Gowdy from fullback, Mitch Jackson from centre-half back, and Bryce out of the midfield. Uh, Bryce Blasco, if you didn't already know. Uh, look, three big outs. Um, but as Fry said, if, if, if blokes don't want to be here, like, I don't want them. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like... Like you said, you, you have no idea what's going on in everyone else's life. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. To, it's power to them. If they want to go to Barker, then sorry. It just means you're not going to be part of a winning Sharks team. <laughs> tough shit. I love your Should have hung around. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some other key outs. Now, there, as, as we said earlier, there were a lot, so I'm only going to go into some of the key ones. Um, Jack Banks out with injury. Um Uh, Moving on, uh, Taj Williams has gone back to North Albany after a one-year rental. Uh, Close to my heart, uh, he's he's actually part of my family by marriage, um, and I wish him all the best, uh, except when he's playing the Sharks. Uh, Cohen Marwick has taken his filthy lid elsewhere, to be honest, don't know where, don't really care. Um, g'day, Colin, I know you listen. You do stuff all else at work. <laughs> um, and uh, look, one that really saddens me, um, captain, uh, club champion, and... Massive dog. Um, well, I was going to say executive producer, but yeah, also massive <laughs> dog. Uh, Rick Wallace... Uh, I'm I'm sure you'll be listening, and I hope I've filled your shoes. I know I can't fill your britches, but uh, we miss you, mate. And wish you all the best in Perth. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think you could say it any better than that, mate. Um, it is what it is. You know, a couple of numbers going elsewhere. That's country footy for you. That's life for you. Um, still a better team list than the Adelaide Crows, so let's just keep that in mind, I guess. <laughs> Glass half full. That's it. That's right. There we go. All right, so. Um, Look, I think um, we can have... Have we talked about the big ins? Obviously, we've talked about the two biggest ins. Uh, obviously, the Barracuda and Fry. So, that's probably... That's probably the, the gist of it. I know there's probably another seven names. Don't challenge this. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> get, yeah. Give us a song and dance. Go on. Okay. So, yeah. This this list, again, is incomplete. We're just talking about sort of some of the key names that have walked through the door. Um, so, obviously, the gentleman to my left, Jake Lothian and Alex Fry. Um returning champions uh j-lo being former colts captain mm. um inaugural colts captain if i'm not mistaken um, um also is... formerly from the block i think j-lo yep that's right oh <laughs> oh don't be, don't be fooled by the rocks though. that's right <laughs> uh speaking of <laughs> speaking of returning champions uh, Zainal and Zamal bin Basu. Hang on a sec. You didn't uh, didn't reel off my career. <laughs> I would like to point out, okay. if JLo's allowed to drop the W-bomb, uh, I played okay. uh, 
one season, for the, <laughs> one game for the Sharks in 2014. Uh, we kicked two goals as a team, and yours truly kicked both of them. So <laughs> happy, happy to be here. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I probably should. I probably should do a little bit of cross marketing here as well. Is the <laughs> Uh, owner and proprietor and only listener of this of this sports sports by fryer podcast. Uh, no, honestly, I'm I'm a follower, and there's always good banter and always good information. If you're um if you're into AFL fantasy or you just live it in a fantasy, he's probably someone worth listening to. Um, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Uh, Zainal and Zamal Bin Basu have come back from up north. Uh, they are again supremely talented. Uh, they were big losses when uh, Zamal moved to Geelong, and Zainal won a premiership and then moved up north. Um, so really glad to have them back. I glossed over this earlier, but Stuart Davies, uh, the big bloke, has, as I said, trimmed down. He's lost about 20 kilos in this preseason. That is huge on his frame. Um, he's looking like he's back to 2018 form. Just need to continue to see him to, uh, improving. Tate McLean, um, another the bloke close to my heart, the dirt apple, yeah, uh, if that wasn't clear enough. Dap, for short, for those listeners at home. Uh, etch that into your memory because I'll make sure that it sticks. Uh, uh, after a year over east and shoulder surgery, uh, is looking in the best and most confident form I've ever seen him in. Uh, so really excited to see what he brings to the table. Vincent J. Augustson, uh, the twins. Uh, look, they've, they've had a couple of years up in Perth and are going to be continuing their studies down here. And they've just been uh, really electrifying through pre-season. Uh, probably pretty hard on them on themselves, uh, but I'm really liking the just the just the energy and the banter that they bring to the table. Uh, let's not talk about the skill level. Uh, <laughs> I'm being a bit rough there, but. Uh, Chase, I was say, mate, I don't think uh, uh, I don't think you're in a position to talk. Oh, about yeah. Oh, <laughs> Chase Chase Eads also returns to the club, um, pushing a hundred kilos, but show has shown flashes of his former self again. Like so much ability. Um, once he gets his hands on the footy, you know he's gonna do something with it. Uh, probably turn back into traffic, but let's not go there. <laughs> Still making um, it look good. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> For those who listen to the podcast, probably pull a Mel Medum. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, Sam Christo from the Perth oh. Perth Footy League. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Um, I don't know where uh, or, or WA Amateur Footy League. I'm, I'm not sure what what name it goes by these days. Don't but, even think um, he knows, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, look, he is the kind of guy that could play anywhere on the ground. Uh, seems to be more comfortable like off the wing or half forward. Uh, but I really like him as sort of a, a half-back that you allow to read the footy and, and just go and find his own ball. Um, he's got pace to burn. He's got he's got like really clean skills. Huge tank. Um, yeah, we'll just run all day. Um, and just needs to find 
find his groove at this stage. Like, shows flashes, just not consistency, but he's only had the two scratch matches and, you know, a big handful of trainees. So, uh, Kieran Zill from Katani. Um, I, I really like him in sort of a... Again, like a roaming half-back sort of role. Like, he reads the ball really well. He doesn't move really quick, but he gets to where he needs to be. Um, always finds himself in a good position and seems to take a contested ball really well, given that he's played with the big boys out in Katani. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Jones <clears throat> spent some time in the waffle system, um, has played through the midfield in both our scratch matches and just... Looks to be an electrifying talent. I personally have been able to form a bit of a connection with him on field. Um, generally, me passing to him, not him passing to me, but we'll work on that, buddy. A couple of the shepherds by you too, Snakey. Uh, Tommy Keatley, older brother of Sean Keatley, and Seb Fisher, we're, we're still working out where we stand with him, but um, I'm, I'm really excited with what he can bring to the table. Great list of names. Good list of names. There we go. Like I said, better than the Adelaide Football Club. So <laughs> there's always positives in that. Um, and like, like like we said, you know, we've we've glossed over the outs, but the ins and the up and comers far outweigh whatever Max Exeter uh, may have been. Uh, I'm really looking forward to reading about this in the paper. I'm sure it's <laughs> only a couple of days away. Crisis averted. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I'm really, I really hope it should be, should be in the Albany Advertiser in the next week. I reckon. They are going to need a two-page spread for. I heard they were doing out, a fold-out. So. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. Limited edition and everything, and you know, maybe a stubby holder. Decide <laughs> <laughs> centerfold is just the dirt apple. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you need? No. That if that doesn't sell papers, nothing will. <laughs> so, like we said, looking forward to reading about that one. All right, look, that's that's all the ugly stuff. Um, to be blunt, it had to be a bit of an ugly podcast. I'm sure anybody's listening, I'm hopefully that was a bit of, uh, as we mentioned earlier, a bit of therapy <laughs> for a few of us. Um, you never know, Jake, you might have a growth spurt yet. <laughs> I'm but, still waiting nah, on it. We know. <laughs> <laughs> look, it, it is what it is, uh, and it had to be what it had to be. But um, look, that's the season so far. Um, that's all the ugliness out and I think when you look at it that way um, there's probably more ugliness that we had all year all in all so I don't think we've got anywhere to go but up wasn't even too bad to be honest no look at it left us in a good spot so yeah that's right you know I think that's the most important part um, so we did touch on it just briefly before Fry you actually run your own podcast do you want to tell us a bit about it while you give it a Give it a bit of a... Uh, sure. Any uh, give it a bit of a plug. to uh, reel in some extra fans is uh, <laughs> welcome. Um, for probably, I don't know, two or three years now, I've had my own blog. And then 18 months ago, 12 months ago, started doing a podcast and YouTube videos. Very swiftly uh, lost as much momentum as I had and stopped doing as many podcasts and YouTube videos. But, um, yeah, it's basically focusing on Australian footy basketball mainly the NBA and then a bit of American footy and just trying to give my own two cents and then touch on the fantasy side of things as well but something I'm passionate in hopefully I can one day turn it into a full-time gig yeah nice can I just say as someone who's has watched it happen as it's grown it's he's actually a really good writer podcaster he's he's one of the leading fantasy AFL you know 
what would you call his Gurus? Name? Yeah, Gurus. Um, For lack of a better term. Yeah, so he really does do some good stuff. So Advises. he's underselling it and over-delivering, but uh, can I just say, uh, <laughs> he does a really good job. So definitely worth checking out. Now, is that purely just because you've been featured on the podcast a few times? <laughs> you yourself a bit of a plug as well? Yeah, we do once a week. Uh, <laughs> I sit down with... Every uh, Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every Wednesday. Uh, so, no, just he does a really good job. And if you do anything for four years straight, and treat it like you're a professional, you can be really good at it. And Fry's definitely, definitely there. So. That's kind of the mindset I tried to approach it with a bit, I guess, is I'm well aware that I probably won't be quitting my full-time job tomorrow. But, you know, if I keep doing it for... I've done it for, yeah, close to three or four years now and come leaps and bounds, if I keep doing that, then, you know, who knows where I'll be in two years, five, ten years' time from now. Hopefully half as good as the feeding frenzy. If only. As we said last year, I think we were averaging 50 listeners per episode, so I think. <laughs> 50 more than zero. Yeah. Oh, that's true, that's right. You know, we, we always set ourselves a goal of 40, you know, back in the day. Um, anybody who's listened to it's probably heard me say this probably three times now, but... 20 blokes in the resi side, 20 yeah. blokes in the league yeah, side. That's a good line, 40, mate. I was happy. That's a good goal. Um, um, couple, yeah. of, couple of board members. And yeah, that's right. it. The, the, a couple of the old uh, Royals players, a couple of brothers from, from Royals maybe might have a bit of a listen there. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. one one of uh, better stature than the other, apparently, according to Snake. <laughs> yeah, just, just ask him. He'll tell you. Yeah, he will tell you. <laughs> so, look... Um, uh, and just quickly, um, following up on that, where can people, if they're not already listening, where can we find your podcast? Good question. Um, if you just search the word sports by Fry, F-R-Y, or one word, you can find it. Insta, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, podcast, Spotify. Spotify, yep. It should be there. If not, uh, okay. I apologise in advance. <laughs> I no, too, as we said, there. we will chuck that in our Facebook page link as well so we can find your podcast. Appreciate it. Uh, Lovely, and hopefully you can do the same for us, but a shout Absolutely, shout. yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, Jake, listen, mate, uh, you know, it's the first time on our podcast. How does it rate so far, mate? Oh, it's great. It's a great little yarn, boys. I just should have brought a, a six-pack of cider or something. I'm not a beard. Really, but yeah, no, absolutely. Tee this up for, for next Tuesday night, and I'll... I'll stumble out of here half pissed for so. Yeah, yeah she, as, uh, she, she's pretty bloody good. Yeah, going on, going on to school holidays. Yeah, the next Tuesday night might be a lot more yeah. uh, a lot more eventful. All right, so listen, we're going to throw back to one. We've got we've got our classic finisher, which is our fast five. Before we go there, we're going to throw back to an older segment, which is known as the feeding frenzy forecast. Now, Ooh. usually, what we do with this is we we line up before the game, we we make some big calls as to who's going to play where or do what. Um, someone might do something a bit special in that particular game, and we'll see what happens. Now, there's one big question that's been asked around at the moment. I don't have an, an answer for it yet, and I want one, and that is... Yes, I will be winning the Cleveland. There we go. <laughs> Job done, <laughs> pack it up, go home. Who's putting, who's putting the numbers, the letter C on their jumper this year? I would be surprised if it wasn't the man on my left. But uh, and for those who can't see where the left is, yeah, good point. Yep, yeah, that's Jake. And for uh, further clarification, that's uh, Jake Luthian. Jesus, you had to take it that one step further. Didn't you? Right. Hopes I'm sure dreams. you could put you could put a VC on your shirt, mate. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, yeah, honestly, it's something. Um, who was someone brought it up to me not long ago. Um, and I was like, oh, actually, I no idea. We haven't really discussed it. So, I don't know. I'm sure the coaching crew has some plan in place of who they want in leadership positions, but yeah, I expect Jayla to be the captain. I, it honestly, I, I don't know if I agree with that, Fraser, first of all. But uh, 
I, it was one of those things, I think we chatted about it the other day, it wouldn't bother me too much mm. if we didn't have one. I'll be honest, I know it's kind of traditional, but I, I think we've got enough great leaders around anyway that no one's ego needs a boost that much. I think it might actually, by committee, almost be better. I, I don't know how other people feel about that. It's a different idea in footy circles, but I feel like that might almost be the way we go. Look, it's not unheard of to have dual captaincies and, and a leadership group rather than a single one-man captain, but I can see Snake here's just twitching. Yeah, that left eye going. That's it. He wants to get in there, so I'll, I'll let him go. <laughs> I, I didn't want to detract from what Jake was saying. I sort of wanted to add to it, and I think any good leader would or should tell you that they don't need that title to lead. You know, it's, mm. leading is something that you do naturally, intrinsically, and you just do it without thinking about it. And whether or not you've got that C on your jumper or on the team sheet or wherever it's going to go is sort of irrelevant because, you know, at, at the end of the day, someone's got to do it and it's, and it's a bit of an honour. And I'm only saying this because I'm not going to get it. But uh, <laughs> a bit of reverse psychology in action. Here we go. I've got to tell myself what I've got to tell myself to help myself sleep at night. But um, you know, for me, like I, I did it once, and I've I've been part of that leadership group for many years, and it's never really been about the title for me. It's just been about doing what comes naturally, and that's to lead. You know, whether that's by example, um, or you know, by your approach on the football. Uh, everyone's got a different way of going about it. Um, personally, not trying to blow smoke up your ass, Jay, but I think you'd do a stellar job at it. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, whoever gets that title is really just out there to take a coin toss. And yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's, on, it's on the rest of us to step up and do what needs to be done to lead this group into that culture of success that we've talked about all pre-season. All right, I think that's a pretty good wrap on it. I mean, I'll, I'll just say personally, uh, just going off last year for the for the Bloods, obviously we had uh, Liam off as our captain last year. Um, he's a big unit. He's a, he's a lead-by-example kind of bloke. And it doesn't hurt to have some... Like, whether or not it's a, an accolade for the person who holds that 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 um, that title, you know, for let's call it a title... Um, mm. Whether or not it means anything to that person, it might mean a bit more to the boys around him. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think I think Richter did a bloody good job leading the club for as many years as he did. Um, and I think, you know, if you ask him, it wasn't something that meant a lot to him. Uh, as far as obviously it was it was a, it was an honour to be given the captaincy, but I don't think it was something that he went home and he looked himself in the mirror and said, I'm the captain, <laughs> you know, sort of a thing. That's um, why uh, I haven't thrown my name in the hat, because uh, I know that I would just run as far straight, as possible. Yeah, straight to the mirror. Yeah. I'm the captain. Yeah. <laughs> look, change at my, look at me. I am I'm the captain now. I would change my Instagram bio before I got home from footy training, I reckon. Captain of the Albany Football Club. Oh, I think you would. And, and I think that would be the first thing or the second thing you'd be off for a bright orange tan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you lost that game wrong. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll leave Donald Trump out of this. <laughs> all right, fellas. Um, we'll just wrap up with a bit of a thank you for coming on, obviously. Um, you know, it's always, it's always good uh, when we ask people to come on and they just have to put their hands up and come straight in. Um, we, we don't mind twisting a few arms, but, um, 
No, look, it's it's always a lot easier if, if people just say, you know, we're keen, you know, keen to come on once we ask him. Uh, you guys will be great. Thank you so much for coming on board. Cheers for having us. Any time, Fry, you'll be coming back for sure, I think. <laughs> uh, and obviously, it's always good to give your uh, podcast a plug too, so yeah, get those good reasons. I wanted to come back. That's right. <laughs> And uh, look, uh, Jayla, the Barracuda, whatever we, we call you. No, no that's the Barracuda. Oh. It can be confusing it when there's be. two Jakes in the room. But uh, uh, the Barracuda, because yeah. I'll... Uh, I'll, be I'll, honest, I'll so I can't remember why it's called the Barracuda. So I actually can't remember either. But I do remember Snake coming to me and telling me that he is not, not a fan of the nickname Snake, but... It was one that was very lazily attached <laughs> due to his name being Jake. And it kind of ties in with the footy theme of a lack of creativity. So, yeah, baffles me how he kind of stumbled across it. Well, but, it was yeah. either Snake or Jakey. You know, yeah, so yeah. I, I took the lesser of two evils. So now yeah. we'll go Barracuda. Yeah, so it's now the Barracuda. We, I'm, I'm the sorry. origin story might come back to us one day. But oh, sure. If ever you hear Barra or Cood or Cuda. It's, uh, That's him. The long-time I'm, listeners will know it's the affectionate man that is <laughs> I'm just gutted that uh, I've tried to make Boomer stick. I wanted oh. him, Boomer Harvey. You know, I wanted, I wanted him to be known as Boomer. Uh, it just... I've got, got about 310 games to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like we used to say when we used to meet FIFA, you know, one one year on Barrow Island was worth four years in prison. Oh, so that's a good yeah. point. You know, so I think by... by, by uh, You're a 700 gamer. So yeah. yeah, that's right. Get on your back. I'm like so... that 60-odd year old black man that's been so great. Yeah, yeah. Lately. yeah. What a champion. Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Shout out that's, to that. That's the dream. <laughs> All right, we'll try this again. Uh, <laughs> we'll get around to it eventually. Oh, that's right. We've got nowhere else to be, right? <laughs> Jake, listen, mate, thanks for coming on board. Thanks for just uh, coming and hitting this. Uh, love the banter. I hope you had a good time as well. Always, um, Yeah, thanks for having me. If you haven't, you've obviously been on a podcast before. If, <laughs> if you're talking to the people who have not been on a podcast before, you've been on two, obviously. Would you recommend it? Absolutely. Uh, I put the challenge out to all those sharks, any sharks player we've talked about tonight, get on this podcast if you're invited, and then uh, get around it. And don't, so don't be calm the dirt apple. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Snake, always good to have you mate, backing me up. Uh, thanks for putting your hand up again for coming in and doing these big hours. I know you got a little fella at home waiting for you, mate, so uh, we won't keep you much longer. We'll knock out this fast five. Now, um, we all know the story. Fast five, you get five questions. Jake, you haven't been on the podcast for a wee while, so I'm going to give the questions to you as well. All right, Snake. So usually usually we ask the questions, you two answer them. This is mm-hmm. how it's going to work. I'm going to ask a question in order of who's sitting next to me. We're going to answer as quickly uh, as quickly as you can. And we do get in trouble if it's not fast enough. Got it. All right, so we've got to pump these out. Are we ready? Wake up, Barrel. Here, Here we go. Here we go. He's ready. <laughs> question number one. Describe yourself with three words. Oof. Not very Oof. fast. <laughs> Oof doesn't count. That's a sound, not a word. Not, okay. Not very fast. Aging real quick. <laughs> are you still describing me? Or you <laughs> yeah, isn't that how the game works? No. Um, yeah, I'll stick with that. I'll right, go with... receding hairline. Oh, that's two though, mate. <laughs> hairline, two words. <laughs> and I'll go for uh, terrible job. Terrible blonde job. Terrible blonde job. There we go. Terrible speak English. Yeah. Terrible speak. All right. All right. Moving on. All right. Here we go. So, siren sounded fifty meters out. 
Five points down. Who do you back to kick a goal? You say 50? 50. 50. 50. 5-0. Oh. On, on the line. Definitely not me. <laughs> Definitely not me. <laughs> I'll give Bar Luke a crack, I reckon. He'd probably... I'd back in, I'd yeah. back in Cam Jones. I reckon, I, I reckon Lukey has not yeah. only got the leg, but he's got that clutch gene. No, I agree, yeah. I'll go Lukey. Sorry, Cam. All right, love it, love it. Um, what is your hidden talent? Uh, nothing about me is hidden. I'm an open book. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, what's your unhidden talent? Yeah, really... I don't have enough time. Uh, <laughs> I can touch my nose and my tongue. Oh, he can do! He can, yep. That's a uh, thing. Good hairdresser. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, he said talent. Yeah, so you know, you know how to avoid all of the good ones in town. Right, gotcha. <laughs> That's it. All right, here we go. What would you eat as your last meal? Uh, spaghetti bolognese. Oh, well, Spag bowl. Yeah, that was going to be my answer. <laughs> Keep it simple, but yeah. hearty. All right, that was not what I was going for. All right. <laughs> Who is not allowed to choose music in the change rooms? Oh, <laughs> putting his own hand up. I, the, I've been on a bus trip with this man. I second that. Yeah, I, I, I like my tunes, but not a lot of pe- other people seem to. So shout out Jared Simmons. Yeah, I'll probably avoid Tate, and that I've I've been around him. He just doesn't think about other people enough. Yeah, is a lot of trap. Yeah. I would go uh, Sammy Christo just because he's a very diverse character. I don't know if it would have uh, the same effect. Uh, if he, he would probably not know a lot of the mainstream songs that would rally the boys. So, sorry, Christo, you lost the Orcs chord. Ouch. <laughs> right, right, that's our past five, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, our podcast. There's only one way to finish this up, boys. If you guys haven't been listening, I'm disappointed. Jake knows how to do it. How do we do it, Jake? Up the shark. Up the, 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 the sharks. Up the sharks.